his team, saying that they're not expected to win. City play Super Sports United at the Peter Macaba Stadium just six months after John Comites began. Uh, the PSL franchise City have the opportunity to pick up their first ever silverware if they can defeat the 2014 champions. We go in there with, with no pressure because no one expected us to be where we are. And the reality is we're there because of a lot of hard work that we've put in uh, and the quality football that we can produce. And we've shown that we're an extremely good team. Going forward, we'll always create opportunities. We'll always score goals. And as an opportunity for the players to, to create their own legacy uh, at, a, at a very young and, and new football club. Tinkler says Matatanta are favourites, though, for the final. Yeah, I think they obviously go into this game as uh, favourites. I definitely think they're a, they're a team that, uh, you know, that Stuart Baxter has, has built to, to win the league. And I think they, they, they stand that potential of winning the league. Yes, they started the season off poorly, but game by game, they've got better and better. And, and the demands and expectations at the club is to, to obviously win things. There is a whole host of Champions League action to look forward to in Europe. Tonight, the pick of the fixtures sees Real Madrid taking on Borussia Dortmund. Tottenham Hotspur come up against CSKA Moscow and Porto welcome Leicester City. On to rugby now, it's great news for the Bulls. The franchise have confirmed that fly-off Andre Pollard has made a successful return to training and he is on track to be fit and ready by the start or by January for the start of the 2017 Super Rugby season. Pollard ruptured the ligaments in his knee back in February, hasn't seen game time since. One of South Africa's most decorated referees, Craig Joubert, announced his retirement from a 15-a-side refereeing career to take up a role of referee talent development coach at World Rugby. Joubert has refed 69 test matches, including the 2011 Rugby World Cup final, in a career that spanned 12 years. It's been a torrid year for Australian coach Michael Checker, but he's been backed by the Australian Rugby Union to remain as coach through to 2019, that despite suffering nine losses this year. And so on to some athletics news. The president of the International Olympic Committee, Thomas Bach, has hailed the Rio Olympic Games for its success, saying it exceeded their expectations. First of all, uh, it was... Yeah, I think they're obviously going... Apologies for that. Uh, this was uh, the clip they are supposed to play. First of all, uh, it was uh, the most uh, consumed Olympic uh, Games uh, ever, with uh, half of uh, the world population following uh, the Games, with uh, 7 billion uh, views uh, on social uh, uh, media uh, only. There was lots of controversy in the build-up to the Olympic Games, uh, including a doping scandal. But Bach says they were incredible games. We can also see uh, the great credibility of the uh, Olympic Games uh, Rio 2016 there enjoyed, uh, according to an independent uh, study. Uh, we uh, can realize uh, that uh, the uh, Olympic uh, values of uh, respect, of excellence and of peace, uh, for instance, that uh, they were uh, higher rated uh, for Rio 2016 than uh, for the previous uh, Olympic uh, Games. The mayor of Rio, Eduardo da Costa Paez, believes that the city has benefited from the Games. Uh, I would say there's one Rio uh, before the Games and there's another Rio after the Games. I mean, uh, since day one we said uh, the Games will serve the city 
there's always this issue about legacy and the change for the city. Obviously, Rio has not become a perfect city because of the games, but has become a much, much better city inspired by the games. On to cricket now, Proteas and Lions. Bola Hartis Faluna signed a three-year contract with English County Derbyshire, subject to Colpac qualification. In other cricket news, Alistair Cook confirmed today that former South African under-19 captain Keaton Jennings will start for England in the fourth test against India. Jennings is the son of former Proteas coach Ray Jennings. Meanwhile, India being dealt to blow ahead of that test, batsman Ajinka Rayane has uh, all missed the test. He's fractured a finger and he's been replaced by Manish Pandey. There are three CSA T20 clashes taking place around the country as we speak. Uh, the Knights up against the Cape Cobras at Newlands. The Knights won the toss there. They chose to bat after 7.4 overs. They are 58 for the loss of one. The Lions have got off to the perfect start. Uh, or the Titans, I should say, uh, have got off to the perfect start against the Lions at Supersport Park. They are 69 without loss after 7.2 overs. While the Dolphins are up against the Warriors at Buffalo Park in East London. The Dolphins bat first there they're 80 for the loss of one after 7.5 overs finally in some swimming news Chad Leclerc and Miles Brown reached the 200 meter freestyle final that after finishing first and second in their respective heats at the FINA Windsor Cup Chad Leclerc qualified for the 100 meter butterfly semis that's after he won his heat while South African compatriot Allard Basson had missed out coming up next we chat to former Springbok captain Jean de Villiers SAFM Sports Wrap you're listening to SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader, and there's a very interesting match of cricket taking place tomorrow. And it's a great pleasure to welcome one of the gentlemen who will be involved, and I do believe he was involved the last time out when the Springboks actually beat the Proteas. Jean de Villiers, former Bok captain, joins us now. Jean, welcome on to SAFM Sports Chat. Thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, very excited about, uh, about tomorrow's game. I was indeed involved in the previous game. I had to pull out uh, the day of the game because I felt sick. So uh, hopefully this time I can make it a little bit further <laughs> and actually make it to the game. But uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm on the team, team sheet for now. That's, that's good news, Jan. I'm, I'm glad, to, glad to hear that. But it's a, it's a great opportunity to, to, to play a game that I think uh, many of the box played growing up. Obviously, they, they turned rugby into a career, but uh, cricket for many of them was a, was a big part of growing up. So it's a, a great opportunity to, to get out at, a, at an amazing pitch like Newlands and, and play against uh, the best South Africa's got to offer from a cricket perspective. Yeah, it certainly was a massive part of my uh, my sort of uh, days as a, as a school kid. Uh, you know, I still remember those lovely Saturdays uh, out on the pitch and, and just having a good time. And uh, and I think it's amazing for us to to be able to do that again on sort of a much bigger stage uh, tomorrow. It's uh, you know it's amazing that that Madiba had the ability to sort of uh, get this country to pull together. And now, even though he's not with us anymore. Uh, you know, he's still doing it. He's bringing the, the, the rugby support, the cricket support, and, and just families together for a lovely uh, time out or day out tomorrow. Uh, watching cricket, having a bit of fun, and just enjoying the lovely Cape Town weather. Yeah, and as you say, it's uh, obviously Nelson Mandela, sort of, it's, it's part of the Legacy Cup, is what it's called. And it's just all, all for a great cause. As, as much as it's, uh, you guys are competitive as professional sports people, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's about something bigger than, than ourselves, isn't it? Yeah, it, it certainly is, and and you know it's it's unbelievable to think that that Tata Madiba has passed away three years ago already, and uh, and I think it's just continu- continuing with that legacy that that he left. Uh, 
I think that that name will will be around till the end of day, and and I think it's our responsibility now to to continue with the great work that he did. So uh, the reality is that not everyone is as fortunate as us to to have a life of uh, or sporting career, jobs, a house, clothing, food every day, you know that type of thing, and uh, we take it for granted. So. So by uh, by supporting this charity, hopefully we can provide that to other people as well, to the less fortunate, and, and hopefully we can try and make a difference. From a squad perspective, uh, I see the box have roped in former Proteus skipper Graham Smith as a, a player sort of coach. Uh, he, he obviously brings a, a lot of weight from a cricketing perspective. Uh, not nice having him on board. Yeah, look, uh, I think he brings a wealth of experience. Um, it wasn't it wasn't cheap to get him involved. You know, <laughs> I had to promise two beers after the game at least. So, uh, uh, look, it's he, he's a fantastic guy as well. He, he, he gave so much to the game of cricket, gave so much joy to us watching, and uh, and again just to give back a little bit. He he, he adds to the uh, to the fun of the day, and and hopefully from a run scoring point of view, he can help us to get a few on the board. Well, Jean, obviously the last time out, uh, the box beat the Proteas. The Proteas have uh, just come off a pretty impressive tour to Australia. I'm sure they want revenge tomorrow. Are you guys? Are you guys going to go hard at them? Look, I think we, um, I think we're much more nervous than, than what they are. <laughs> uh, you know, they, they do have the superior skill set. They are just coming off a very successful tour, and uh, you know, we know what's lying ahead for us. So. Um, they 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 usually take it easy on us. I I've got a sneaky suspicion that tomorrow might be a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, there, there are one or two slight rule changes. Obviously, the the bowlers can't come full tilt at you. They are for shortened run up, but even off that shortened run up, they're still pretty rapid, aren't they? Look, uh, a Kafisa Rabada of five yards or, or <laughs> twenty yards. Uh, I, I I don't want to see that uh, you know coming towards me. So. Um, they, uh, yeah, they, you know, they, they're fantastic guys. They, um, they're, they're unbelievable cricketers, and uh, and hopefully tomorrow they can just take it easy on us. So uh, we'll have to wait and see what unfolds. Talk, talking of that box squad as well, obviously there's a, a whole host of the the current uh, box setup involved uh, playing tomorrow. Fafta Clark's going to be there. Uh, I see Pat Lambie skippering the sides. Uh, Sergio Peterson, I'm sure he's going to be playing at backward point. But I see you've managed to rope in uh, Butch James and uh, Percy Montgomery. That, that that should be interesting. I mean, I haven't I haven't seen Percy around. Is he is he still keeping active? Is he pretty fit? Uh, what are you expecting from him tomorrow? Look, I think I think Percy Monty will will probably be there more on a on a social level and uh, and trying to get the spirit up um, and and mentally get us prepared for the game uh, and 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 yeah you know it, it, it again adds to the fun of the day. But James very talented cricketer um, and uh, and and yeah it, it's good to have him there. Tian Liebenberg as well, he can hit the ball uh, quite far. So. Uh, you know, we need we need all the guys we can, uh, all the expertise that we can get hold of. So hopefully each one can do their part, add a bit of value to the team, and hopefully we can give them a good shot. Well, John, we know how much work goes into uh, a test match behind the scenes in the build-up to it. How much work have you guys been putting into this one? Are you taking it very seriously, or is it uh, one of those pitch up and, and play on the day? Look, we're, we're, we're having a net session tomorrow morning again. Um, We'll do a bit of analysis. Obviously, we can do that where they can't because they haven't seen us play. <laughs> uh, so, you know, there, there, there is preparation, and certainly that um, you know that competitive competitive edge will come out tomorrow. But um, you know, at the end of the day, like you said, it's for a good cause. It is about having fun as well, um, and hopefully, we can just entertain the crowd because that's what it's about.
Yeah, absolutely. Tickets on sale through ticketpro.co.za. You can also get them in the Newlands Ticket Office. Uh, and if you want to uh, donate to the cause, all you have to do is SMS the word Madiba to 42607. You can donate 30 Rand uh, towards the work carried out by the foundation. Jean de Villiers, best of luck for tomorrow. We look forward to, to seeing you in action. And uh, yeah, let's see. Maybe the box can beat the Proteas once again. Should be, it should be a great night out. Looking forward to it. Yeah, we are looking forward to it, and thanks thanks for all the support, and to the people in Cape Town, go out, uh, buy those few tickets that's left, and let's have a lovely day tomorrow. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. You're listening to SAFM Sports Wrap, and what a weekend it was this past weekend in Dubai for the South African Seven Squad, a phenomenal start to the HSBC World Sevens Series for this season. And we join now by Philip Sneeman. Philip, welcome onto uh, the show today. First of all, congratulations on that win. You guys must be super, super chuffed. Yeah, thank you very much. Always nice to, to chat to you guys. And yeah, really um, stoked with this, um, with this past weekend. And I think we played some phenomenal rugby. And I think it's a good way for us to start the season. Um, yeah, and taking some confidence going into Cape Town this weekend. Philip, so talk talk about the, the the confidence and played some good rugby, particularly on day two. And and I mean that quarter final against New Zealand is probably one of the best performances I've seen the Blitzbox put in. Not just from a, a, an attacking point of view, but defensively, you guys were just on top of your game. Is that something you've worked really hard on in the off season? Yes, definitely. I think we worked hard on our defence and that's something that we pride ourselves as a team is our defence. Um, and yeah, I must admit, we, we played um, some good rugby on day one, but I think day two we almost kicked into another gear and especially that game against New Zealand, I think everything was falling into place and yeah, it was a massive um, team effort and a massive defensive effort from the guys. And I think um, yeah, for us to, um, to keep them out um, fireless, um, that shows something about our defence and the structure that Coach Neil Powell put in place. So really, really, really pleased with that. Yeah, absolutely. And and just talking about the, the hard work you guys have put in and, and looking, for me, it, it was a big surprise that New Zealand lost that badly. I mean, 40-0, I don't think I've ever seen a New Zealand side lose, lose that badly. From a Blitzbok perspective, you've obviously managed to, to hang on to, to a lot of players. You're going to be losing a couple when Super Rugby starts, but the continuity has played a big part in, in the squad. Yes, I think we have a very healthy squad at the moment with a lot of experience and a good mix of players. A lot of youngsters um, that superstars at the moment and then the experienced guys and hard-working guys with a lot of players uh, on the point. So yeah, I think we, we're gelling um, nicely together as a squad. And for us just to be on the same page every time when we hit the, the pitch, um, I think that's the most important part. Um, but uh, yeah, overall, it's a team effort and... Yeah, no one is irreplaceable, so really grateful with the squad that we're having at the moment. And if we can just keep on working hard, um, then I think Cape Town will be good for us again this weekend. A couple of the teams in Dubai looked quite rusty, uh, obviously, in the off-season. The Blitzbox weren't one of those teams. Uh, did you guys change anything in the build-up to, to this one? That, that you, you just seemed sharper, a lot sharper than the other teams. Um, yeah, I think we were quite lucky to play the warm-up tournament in Namibia two weeks before the Dubai tournament. But we always knew, like, going into the new season, it's going to be tough. So we need to be at the utmost best. So you can't take two or three tournaments to get into your stride. So luckily for us, I think we made a good country from day one to day two um, to getting into that stride. So yeah, hats off to the boys, and I think they had that really quickly. 
and play some phenomenal rugby. And, yeah, I believe we can kick into another gear this upcoming weekend and, yeah, one or two small things that we can still improve on. Yeah, let's talk about this weekend and let's talk about those small things. Where, where do you think you need to improve uh, heading into the Cape Town League? You can never be complacent and think um, because the home tournament and the crowd will be on your side that things will just happen for you. You need to start all over again. And for us as a team, it's really important to get back to um, zero. And yeah, there's one or two things. Um, I think our breakdown and and um, and defense was, was really special. But I think one or two things, four things on the tack that we might still can do better or that we can still improve on. And yes, but... I think um, the main thing for us is to get all those, those, those things that were average over the last weekend, to get it up to speed with the things that was really well. I think then we will um, do really well this weekend. As far as the pressure goes, Philip, it's one thing playing at home. Uh, obviously, the South African fans uh, want to see the, the Blitzbox in action right till the last game, but uh, also coming in as defending champions. Does that change the dynamic at all? No, not really. Um, we focus every tournament. We focus only on the on, on the next game ahead of us. At the moment, we don't focus on the Cape Town tournament or who we playing against. It's only the first game of of the of the tournament. Um, so yeah, but the pressure, I won't say the pressure, but we can use it in our advantage. And if we can take a bit of energy from the crowd, um, um, then I think it can work in our advantage. So yeah, but we'll be ready, and we we put the whole Dubai behind us now because we need to start all over again. Um, so I think the guys are in the right mindset at the moment and the focus is where it should be. Um, so really happy with the bit of prep that we, we, we had so far on this week. Uh, are there any injury concerns in the squad leading into Cape Town? There's one or two niggles after the ride, but nothing serious. Yeah, I think um, tomorrow um, when we hit the training field again with the defense session, I think everybody will be fit and ready to go. And uh, I think we will have um, 13 guys on the field. Nowadays, we're traveling with 13 guys um, and not with 12 anymore. So, we have 13 foot guys and, uh, yeah, all of them can, can start any given day. So, really grateful that we don't have any serious injuries and that the guys will be ready for the weekend. Philip, and, and let's just touch on, on playing at the Cape Town Stadium. Last year was phenomenal. This year, you're expecting much of the same. I believe it's a, a sellout both Saturday and Sunday. It, it should be a great weekend. Yes, definitely. Um, to play in front of your home home crowd is really special and Cape Town itself uh, just today um, we had a signing session at the VNA waterfront and just everybody just came out to support us then you realise it's going to be a fantastic weekend um, full of excitement and yeah the guys are ready for it I think uh, it's been a good week for us and everything with your family playing in front of your family in front of your friends um, just put that extra heart in the tournament so yeah looking forward and yeah it's going to be truly special this weekend in Cape Town well, the weather looks like it's going to be playing ball. It's uh, been a gorgeous week, and I think that's going to continue. So let's hope it's sunshine at the Cape Town Stadium. Philip, thank you so much for your time uh, once again and, and for chatting to us, and best of luck this weekend. We, we're right behind you. Thank you very much. We really do appreciate your support, and yeah, just for the whole nation out there, thank you guys for all the support. We really appreciate it, and yeah, hopefully we can make you proud this upcoming weekend. You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game.
apologies uh, about the background noise during that call, but great to catch up with the, the Blitzbox. On to some football now. Mamelodi Sundowns coach Peter Mosimane has challenged his players to make their mark at the FIFA Club World Cup to earn themselves big overseas moves. The Brazilians have arrived safely in Osaka, Japan, to prepare for the tournament, which kicks off tomorrow with a playoff match between Japan's Kashima Antlers and New Zealand's Auckland City. The African champions kickstart their campaign with uh, against the playoff winner in a quarterfinal match on Sunday. Players such as Kama Billiet, Keegan Dolly and Leonardo Castro will be looking to impress the overseas scouts. Well, I said it. I said to the younger ones, I said, you guys need to go to big teams in Europe. This is the space to to market yourself and to the elders I said I mean if Xavi can still make a transfer at 34 so he can also make a transfer at 30, 32, 31 you know uh, you got to also understand if, if a big player is beyond over 30 and there's a request I think we should always be fair and, and let him go eh? Sundown's main aspiration is to play European champions Real Madrid in the final, but they'll have to overcome either Antlers or Auckland City in the quarterfinals to then face Atletico Nacional of Colombia in the semis before they can face the Spanish giants. Mosimani is confident they can reach the final, though. Real Madrid, yeah, it's possible. Why not? You just have to win your games. You see, you must never worry about the, the end product. Look at the process. Do well on the process, and you see where we, where we can get. So just play a game, yeah? And and let's see the Sunland strength if uh, the, the winner between the two teams has a defense you can stop the Sunland strength. It's not going to be easy because I think we're scoring a lot of goals now. Yeah, I'm happy, I'm happy with the CBD back and Percy uh, kept consistency. And you got to understand that we had few injuries. Scooter was injured, Anton was injured. Uh, and Rashab was injured. We made those injuries. Those were not substitutions. Were uh, four substitutions. But we'll see. Everybody's around. We'll be back. So we'll, we'll go for it. Yeah. The Brazilians will attempt to become the first African team to win the tournament, which started back in the year 2000. Only two teams from the continent have reached. The final, TP Mazembe from the Democratic Republic of Congo, lost to Inter Milan back in 2010, and Raja Casablanca of Morocco were defeated by German giants Bayern Munich three years ago. Mosimane says his team will surprise a lot of the other teams. Yeah, we have to win to stay longer, eh? so we cannot uh, have excuses. Eh? And we need to, to, to win against the Japanese team or, or, or Antlers or, or Auckland City. We have capacity to can fight for ourselves in that space, you know. So, yeah, unfortunately, Mazembe lost to the Japanese team last year. So that's a wake-up call for Africa, you know. But uh, I think Sundowns, on their day, they should be able to, to score, you know. If you keep uh, a clean sheet, I think we can get something. The former Supersport United and Bafana Bafana coach has grown in stature ever since joining Sundowns four years ago. He's won two league titles and two domestic trophies as well as the CAF Champions League. He says his team's participation in the tournament will boost South African football in the long run. The 52-year-old's looking forward to testing his coaching prowess against the best in the world. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think there's a big difference there. Eh? Except that Zidane and them, those are legends. But you know, 90 minutes... Maybe if I can have also Ronaldo and them, and he can be on the other side, maybe I can win. Yeah, very nice. It's good for the club, it's good for marketing South African football, it's good for the PSL to say they have a product that is at that level. It's good for you also uh, in South Africa to say 
you're you following and you're writing, you're following the games and writing documentaries, whatever, reports on the game at the at the highest league. Yeah? So it's, all, all of us have to benefit from this thing, you know, because sometimes you think uh, people say, yeah, but we're in South Africa and we're writing more or better articles. Maybe you're writing the most, the strongest ones. You never know. But sometimes the want to give us the space and confidence and and make us all of us from media to mark, to PSL to everybody to see where we are on the line. Eh? This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. Make sure you tune in to the PSL radio show Second Jalo tomorrow night with Dwayne Delocca. I know they have put in a request to chat to Mamelodi Sundowns uh, in Japan, so make sure you tune in tomorrow night at 6.30. Speaking of uh, PSL, Maritzburg United chairman Farouk Karodi has revealed that former Orlando Pirates, Bidvest, Vitz and Ajax, Cape Town coach Roger Desar is top of their coaching wish list as they seek a replacement for Ernst Middendorp. The German coach resigned from his position at the end of last month, leaving assistant coach Fadlu Davids in charged temporarily. Kododia had insisted at the time that the team of choice were in no hurry to re- uh, appoint a replacement, but he's conceded that they are now looking at TVs with the SARS amongst the front runners for the post. There's no doubt about it. The thing is that uh, the club uh, basically look at uh, the options of the SARS. He's basically weighing options. He's got quite a few matters to look at. Uh, he's been, uh, you know, obviously to leave Cape Town is quite a difficult uh, uh, decision to make. Uh, so the thing is that uh, we haven't been rushing the situation. The thing is that we told even Roger, uh, take your time because the thing is that we want somebody, hopefully, that could stay here and uh, build onto a project in Manusburg. We just don't want somebody to come in here and do a job like how Ernst is going to do just over a fortnight remaining before the mid-season break, United face a hectic schedule of three matches in eight days. Kadodia believes that with games coming thick and fast, it would be difficult to get anyone new in right now. He also felt there's no way of rushing unless someone of the SARS caliber was interested. The former Bufana Bufana goalkeeper is currently unemployed after leaving IX Cape Town earlier this season following a wretched start to their campaign that left them without a win from their first nine games. I understand you very well. It's too late now. If somebody like Roger, who's basically uh, prepared to look at Nelsburg, then we'll make a decision shortly. But if Roger is not prepared to look at Nelsburg and is he, the other options, then obviously we'll look at probably sometime in January to do, to make it that kind of decision. Because the thing is that uh, we are playing games so fast in the next two weeks or so. So the thing is that by the time a new course comes here and settle, uh, it'll be quite difficult. Reports in recent days have also linked Julio Liel to the vacant post. The Brazilians under test after he left Polokwane City earlier in the season. Uh, Liel has a vast experience in South Africa, having previously coached Morocco Swallows and Amazulu, but Kododi has conceded they were unlikely to recruit a foreigner. Preferably a local, but as I said, outside Dodger, I let I go and poach somebody as a, like a, like a guy that's in the top. It only is possible. Otherwise, there's nobody. All the guys that are uh, on the fence, basically, uh, 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 will do a job probably with Spandu might do better. With all the talk of the new coach, questions have automatically been asked about the future of caretaker boss Davids. Karodia had confirmed at the time of Biddendorf's departure that the former striker would remain what he termed as an acting coach for as long as required. The United chairman suggested that Davids had been earmarked as a long-term coaching option at the Harry Guala Stadium. For the time on Gurudam left us, there was no panic signals. We know exactly that uh, uh, Fadbu has gone a long way with Ernst. Uh, so the stopgap situation was uh, always 
uh, going to be filled in by Fadlo. There's a lot, uh, no doubt about it. And we also have a, we also have a vision uh, in the future that uh, uh, Fadlo be, being one of our our head coaches in, in, in some time. So the thing is that, uh, you know, there was no need to panic and appoint a coach like in the past where within seven days we bring in a new head coach, you know. Um, so the thing is that uh, that must be pretty clear. So we have the confidence behind Fatlu and even his younger brother Mahir and, uh, and, and the technical team that's still there. Uh, the reality is that uh, Fatlu accepts the fact that, uh, you know, uh, uh, over time the club will make decisions that will suit the club and also that will uh, give Fatlu the experience of working with people because I, I probably believe that. Uh, 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 I don't want to burn Fadlu out too early. Uh, many of the assistant coaches that are promoted and then, you know, the careers basically, they're really short lived, you know? And, uh, you know, the thing is that, uh, I want to basically guide Fadlu to a good success and this is where I want, uh, uh, a new coach to accept, uh, my technical team. I'm not going to go and rush that way coaches come with their own assistants. That'll be going to be a painful one to have. Uh, so, as I said, the thing is that we are looking at options. David is now the fifth man to take charge of the team of choice during a volatile 18-month period. Compello was at the helm in May 2015, but he left for his current role at Kaiser Chiefs the same winter. His replacement, Mandla Nkazi, didn't work out and subsequently was axed, while uh, the short-term replacement of former Bafana Bafana coach Clive Barker failed to pay dividends, prompting the uh, appointment of Middendorp at the start of this year. Gododia believes finding the perfect coach is an extremely difficult challenge. Coaching jobs, you know, is like uh, getting a book uh, from the cover, you know, reading a book from the cover, you know. I think that it's quite difficult because the thing is that uh, when you see uh, guys and you see how they work, you know, look, I, I will tell you that on the working uh, ethic, uh, Ernst Berendorf was, was first class, you know. The thing is that he had a proper working ethic and uh, I think uh, that was something special. But uh, as I said, he also had his weaknesses, you know, about his van management goals, his uh, temper and whatever it is, you know. But as I said, the reality is that, uh, you know, coaches, you only, only read on the book. You, you look at, uh, Jose Mourinho. I mean, the thing is that everybody uh, expected Mourinho to back to United. But again, the difference is that he's got, he, he's got a different kind of, uh, man management school compared to Alex Ferguson. SAFM Sports Rap. Almost time for us to say cheerio. Before I do, though, uh, bad news for South African mixed relay team uh, at the FINA Windsor uh, Cup. Four times 50 meter freestyle relay final. Uh, they, mix, uh, they missed out on that, uh, so not good news at all. And then live cricket action taking place, as I mentioned at the top of the show. Newlands, the Knights are currently 99 for the loss of two. That after 12.5 overs. The Titans look like they're going to set up a massive score. 132 for two uh, after 13. So still seven overs to go there. That one looking like they'll get uh, 200. And uh, the Dolphins also looking pretty good at Buffalo Park. They are 146 for the loss of one. That after 14 overs. So some interesting T20 cricket taking place. And that's it for the show for tonight. Thank you very much for listening. I'm Brad Brown. Thanks, too, to my producer, Siobhan Tetty, for putting it all together tonight. More sport for you tomorrow morning on AM Live. And don't forget the PSL radio show, Second Jalo, tomorrow night at 6.30. Coming up on the other side of 7, it is the talk shop with Naledi Maleo. But uh, right now, though, it is 7 o'clock, and Greg Hose has your news.